This show is brought to you by Club Gear Online. Support for the Ham Radio Guy podcast is provided by Club Gear Online. They offer a unique selection of customizable items, including graphic design services and amateur radio apparel. They are the go-to company for our club, and anytime I'm looking for a new ham radio shirt, to support those who support the amateur radio community, visit clubgearonline.com today. Hello and welcome to the Ham Radio Guy. It's your host, Marvin, W0MET. We're bringing you the latest of topics, news, and information each episode right here to this show. I want to start this episode out with the fact that it's Mother's Day weekend, and so recording this one a little late um, on this week, but uh, did want to get it out and just want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the ladies out there, and that um, you know we appreciate everything you do for us men, uh, you know each year uh, throughout the year and just wanted to say happy Mother's Day and that this is your day and that you enjoyed it. So uh, my main topic this week is I really wanted to talk about was field day as we are closely approaching with just over a month to go. And many of you may or may not know about a year ago the Winter Field Day Association gave up that nonprofit in Ohio and I happened to see that Twitter feed uh, tweet go out, and I reached out to them and had kind of started a conversation engaging uh, them about uh, taking over the Winterfield Day Association. And so I picked it up and moved it to Tennessee. And so, you know, I am now the president of the Winterfield Day Association, and I run that every year now uh, going forward. So many of you may be asking, well, why is this relevant to Summer Field Day and today's podcast? Well, stay tuned, and I will further explain. One of the promises I made to the old Winterfield Day Association is that I would not allow FT4 or FT8. And I've heard begs and pleas and gripes and complaints that I can, everything I can think of, why this is not fair, it's, it's an amateur radio mode, uh, one person came to me and said, I'm handicapped and I'm violating their rights by now allowing it. And, you know, I've heard many more reasons why those two modes should not be allowed or should be allowed, I should say. And just the bottom line is we're not going to continue to allow those two modes uh, simply because they do not transmit the essential information needed for emergency communications. And whether it's summer field day or winter field day, the background history of this is that it was created for emergency communications to practice your setup and, and your, uh, you know, gear of what you have to exercise it more than call it just, you know, being at home in your shack every day. And so, you know, I will give a little background here that I've personally done FT8 and it's fine for the quick contact and making contacts with many, you know, states and grids. I mean, it's a great way to make contacts with those, and you can search them out, and it's, it's, it's not a bad thing. I, I'm not going to argue that. Um, you know, I've done it myself. But uh, it's so easy that it even, hardly even seems like it's ham radio, except for the frequencies we're working in, 
getting a signal report and identified as kind of a plus or minus on like a, you may call it like an X or Y axis. You got your pluses above the, above the middle and your minuses are below, right? And, you know, I'll discuss here in a minute why the, the changes for the ARRL for 2023, similar to Winter Field Day, but I'm sure I'll get some feedback on this, uh, as I'm sure, uh, but I may catch a little flack for it, but I'm glad to see uh, this change came from the ARRL for this year for Winter Field Day as well. And again, I'll get into that in just a moment here. So Winter Field Day, again, does not allow this mode as we are encouraging people to talk to one another and and have those voice or CW contacts, keeping it genuine and real for verbal written communication, you know, that we would use during a disaster. Yes, we allow modes like JS8 and, you know, actual words matter and you can communicate and exchange and, and have meaning and, and not just, you know, send a signal report that can send a message. And so, you know, we're not gonna allow FT4, FT8. Uh, so don't expect that to change. But what I do like is that some of the changes the AWL did make to affect one of the digital modes this field day for 2023. And what excites me about this is that as I started preparing for my own club summer field day and reading through the rules and the changes by the AWRL, um, I found some major changes I found that I thought were fairly re relevant and that would be worth sharing uh, to, to you all. And that Hopefully you'll have a chance to sit down and read through these as well and make sure that you understand all of those rules because it's many pages of, of information and, I, and it's, it's a lot to go through. In fact, I'd, it'd be a long episode if I even attempted to try. So one of the th new things for 2023 is there's no limit to the number of contacts made by the, the GOTA station. For those who may not know what GOTA is, it's get on the air and that's usually for uh, the first timers, maybe a new ham, someone who you know maybe just been in general, but maybe not gotten HF bands before, uh, that sort of thing. And so all got all go to station contacts are worth five points, regardless of the mode. So that's a cool, that's a great thing. Um, and then this is where we'll start to get into a little bit more. Each contact must include a contemporaneous direct initiation by both operators making a contact. Initiation of a contact may be either by a local or remote control. Fully automated contacts are prohibited. So what does this mean, ham radio guy? Well, the FT4 has a particular piece of it that has some automation about it. So what I read this is that FT4 will no longer be allowed in field day. I believe this is good as people need to be, you know, physically present and making those contacts and working evenly as others do, working single sideband phone or, or CW. And so, you know, what part of this is, you know, FT4 still, um, it's like they've allowed in the past. Well, if you go out to a link I've got in, in the podcast notes, um, there is one new control feature in FT4 operation, a button labeled best S plus P, meaning search and pounce. So below the call of the first checkbox in FT4, uh, during a receive cycle, this button tells the program to examine all CQ messages decoded 
at the end of the six second receive sequence. So the, sequ the program then determines the best potential QSO from a contesting perspective and acts like a double clicking on that line of decoded text. So it's doing your computer changes for you and making reaching out and doing those automated contacts without you having to do anything. So that's where ARRO has put their foot down and said that, you know, you have to, you know, have um, a direct initiation by both operators making a contact, and that is not something you can do uh, remotely, or I guess still do remotely, but you can't operate it remotely, uh, like in terms of FT4. So um, hopefully that makes a little bit more sense, but, um, you know, that, you know, it really would take away from what Field Day is doing if we didn't uh, have those type of things in place. So that's what the, the history and, and the meaning behind Field Day is to get out and make, make those, those contacts uh, and have that communication piece. So other changes for 2023 continued. Um, the next two I'll have here is the power output for classes A, B, and C cannot see 500 watts uh, peak envelope power and for transmitter output. And the power output for class D, E, and F cannot exceed 100 watts peak envelope power transmitter output. So depending on what class you're gonna be in, uh, just be aware of those power changes. Those are some new things for 2023. And then finally, the go to bonus, see uh, section 7.3.13 for more details on, you can have a go to coach and the class A and F can each have points in this section. So those are some of the things that we're seeing for changes um, in the field day for summer uh, 2023 by the AWRL. Again, um, winter field day will remain uh, the same for FT4 and FT8 even through this next year of January 2024. I'm you know looking forward to winter, summer field day. It's an event that I have personally always enjoyed and try and get out to and always make a um, it's like taking a vacation. It's, it's going to happen one way or the other. And I not only just use field day as my time to make sure I get out there every year and really enjoy and, and have some camaraderie with the club and, and just, you know, play with my own equipment and learn new things. But, you know, I always like to make sure I can improve my ham radio operations, working in various modes and utilizing tools like Windwink, Windlink, and making devices like the DigiRig or MobileEak even work uh, through field day, and how can I make those things work? So it's always a good time to test and set up my equipment. The podcast, uh, 100 Watts and a Wire, with Christian Kudnick, uh, has a tune-up weekend coming up, and that is June 3rd and 4th that you can participate. It's the first weekend of June, and, you know, in his podcast, which I also admittedly will open and listen to, um, he talks about this tune-up being a good time to get outside and practice for field day and make sure your equipment's working and ready to go for field day. And you can take this time to do trials and test them and, you know, do, do your own field day kind of. And so, you know, if you get out there, call CQ tune-up and, uh, you know, become part of that community with 100 watts and a wire. And um, I'm sure they will appreciate you over there participating and, and being involved with that event uh, for CQ tune-up on 100 watts and a wire. So um, just uh, 
get a chance to get out and operate your weekend, your, your radio that weekend, that I'm sure that would be great. And uh, get yourself ready for winter, for summer field day during that time. Well, one thing I'm going to also start offering, uh, now I've kind of got through that initial monologue talking about field day, was something I was thinking about how I could make this podcast more valuable for listeners. And I'd like to be able to provide some type tip of the week. So I get a lot of various emails within amateur radio every week, and they always have a lot of good information in there. And so one thing I found this week was the repeater phone app. You can connect to your iPhone to All Star and Echo Link when you're out of the reach of the repeater, and you can do like chats if the link supports it in All Star and manage your favorite nodes and even integrate a Bluetooth mic with most systems. Now, I've not personally tried this system yet, but I hope to soon. The app is just $7.99 in the iPhone or Apple Play Store. And so uh, if you want to find out more about this setup and how to uh, use this repeater phone, go to repeaterphone.com and the developer has an email on there. You know, you can contact right from that website and it will take a link to open your email and set right up and you can email him if you have any questions. I personally, again, have not reviewed this and looked at it yet, but I hope to soon and hope that, uh, you know, it is a valuable tool that you can use in your operations, maybe within amateur radio when you're not near your local all-star or echo link system. So hopefully that helps. Uh, that would be something you can go out and try and something to take a look at. Yeah, I think it'd be certainly worth it. So, um, see what that does and where we can go from there and you know I um, think it you know it's definitely worth the time to, to look at that possibly so I want to switch gears just a minute I want to take some time and thank you know all my subscribers and followers on Twitter and the various podcast platforms I hope that you'll check out buymeacoffee.com slash the ham radio guy just $1 a month uh, for supporting this channel helps keep it going at the novice level. Just $1 a month. Less than, you know, a cup of coffee. And also for just less than one cup of coffee, you can join at the technician level for just $5 a month. That's that's just a little over a dollar, almost about, about two bucks an episode. So, um, you know, I've got subscriptions and, and things I have to buy and pay for and sometimes upgrading equipment and you know it, it, it does cost money on my own pocket to keep this podcast going so will you take the time to visit the site and get access to all my content and even get a shout out and get access to uh, upcoming newsletter and and much more so i just want to say i appreciate you as listeners and um you know with that i think we'll transition to some news and what's happening in the world today of amateur radio and how things are going and and how how things are happening and all the exciting stuff that's going on here we go see with some news Well, 
Well, that was a little interesting that we had uh, a little bit of the leftover intermittent music playing there from the other one prior to going to news. Uh, apologize about that. Always got to love little show mistakes. Um, and I am not editing that one out. <laughs> um, so in the news, reading some information from the ARRL this week, uh, Congressman Debbie Lasko, Arizona, uh, introduced the Amateur Radio Communications Improvement Act, H.R. 3241, on May 11, 2023, and that requires the Federal Communication Commission to eliminate the obsolete HF digital symbol rate, which is a 2.8 kilohertz bandwidth limit. There was a proposed change back in 2016, but the commission questioned it, asking about whether uh, any bandwidth limit was actually needed, and the argument is that the it hampers experimentation and development by amateur radio operators and others. You can find out more about this article at the ARRL.org. Well, I think everyone knows when it comes around this time of year, what's going on, and uh, I don't think I can even go through this podcast without the news this week and mentioning Hamvention. It's just five days away from the release of this podcast in 2023 here in May, and it looks like they're ready to go. They've got this year's, uh, you know, as many years in the past, uh, you know, tens of thousands of amateur radio operators will flock to Exenia, Ohio for Hamvention. This three-day event will open up at 9 a.m. on Friday, May 19th, this year of 2023, and go through Sunday. Exhibitors have been working for several days already, putting their final touches on the boost, preparing for the long weekend. And ARRL is sponsoring eight forums this year. So check out hamvention.org for more information. Uh, don't remember exactly. I think I got this out of the ARRL News, Weekly News Net as well, that comes out via email. The Indiana's phone net has been an active net running every day since January 5th, 1947. This net, which originally started out as an AM net, moved to single sideband in the 1960s. This net is held on 3912 in the morning and 3910 in the evenings. This net holds about 50 stations each day, and this net, along with the Ohio Rooster Net, which is now celebrating 24,000 daily sessions since September 10, 1957. This net can be found on 3990 at 6 a.m. Eastern Time when the rooster crows. Again, the Ohio rooster net. You can listen to this podcast along with many other podcasts sponsored by the ARRL with On the Air Magazine and ARRL Audio News. The Audio News Podcast is aired every Friday and a summary of the week's top news stories. The On the Air Podcast typically comes about the time of the release of every new magazine for On the Air, which is released every other month. And finally, the ARRL recently issued a reminder to HAMS, just as the transition period ending on May 3rd, about the RF compliance. FCC made the two years ago giving HAMS time to prepare for this date. HAMS need to conduct evaluations on compliance for RF exposure and make necessary changes for stations that do not conform to the exposure rules. HAMS and are not exempt from conducting such evaluation, even if they transmit at a very low power. 
The AWRL is offering assistance and tools to amateur stations and operators. There are videos and information which can be found at awrl.org. This news is sourced from the AWRL News, Updates, and Amateur Radio Newsline each uh, podcast episode. So, a um, few minor things. Uh, check out the AWRL HamFest schedule page for a local HamFest near you. And here's some upcoming HamFest possibly in your area. On June 3rd, Atlanta HamFest hosting the AWRL Georgia Section Convention in Marietta, Georgia. Just a day later, June 4th, the Breeze Shooters HamFest in hosting the AWRL Western Pennsylvania Section Convention in Prospect, Pennsylvania. And in Middle Tennessee, um, actually some may consider more East Tennessee, uh, June 17th, Knoxville HamFest and Electronics Convention will be hosting AWRL Tennessee State Convention, Knoxville, Tennessee as well. So before I close out this session, I want to remind listeners that we're going to have a delay in the next podcast, probably till the week of Memorial Day, as we're going to take a break that weekend to enjoy a little rest and relaxation, get out and get away from the everyday hustle and bustle, you know. It's just it's so crazy throughout the week, preparing for podcasts and work and family life and things going on. And it's just, um, you know, finally said I, I need some time to get away from a little bit. So we're going to delay the next podcast just a little bit. Um, we're going to go have a little rest and relaxation at a state park, enjoying some time away and, and getting some time with the family and, and just, you know, uh, catching a breath and, and enjoying the getting away from electronics and all the other noise that you know we, we we deal with every day so we'll catch back up with you later that week after memorial day and we'll get a podcast out then but just want to give you a, know that it won't be produced on that saturday or sunday of memorial day weekend well that uh just thought brings this show to a close and i hope that you enjoyed it and You'll hit that subscribe button and share with friends and hope that you learned something as well this week that will help you and your ham radio operations. If you'd like me doing this podcast and you want to continue to support the channel, become a patron. Look for me at buymeacoffee.com, the ham radio guy, to join today. Uh, you can also visit the hamradioguy.com uh, website and you'll find our latest podcast there as well as on many other uh, podcast platforms, uh, such as uh, Spotify, Google Podcast, and, uh, you know, hope that you'll, uh, you know, take a look at one of those and continue to join us on your favorite platform. As always, this is your ham radio guy in the chair and on the air, uh, the ham radio guy, I say 73. <laughs>